Hi, I'm Kat Farrance, and I'm founder of Movement for Modern Life. Welcome to Yoga Off the Mat. This is the Movement for Modern Life podcast, and in this podcast, I invite you to join me on a journey to meet the champions of change. These are the most inspiring people I've ever met, and they're living a happy, healthy, sustainable life. Welcome to another special edition of the Movement for Modern Life podcast. This is a series of live meditations from our wonderful team of teachers, which is part of our very first home yoga retreat taking place during lockdown and COVID times. These meditations, Dharma talks and Q&A sessions, I think, are fantastic tools for supporting us all through these tough times. Today we're talking with Lucy McCarthy, one of our fabulous Movement for Modern Life teachers, one of the most popular teachers on our site, and a teacher who really is unafraid to travel between yoga styles, philosophies, and is able to find a really beautifully wide and all-encompassing practice. I think anybody who has practiced her classes on Movement for Modern Life we'll see that, well, first of all, the sheer breadth, there's hundreds with her. And also they, the range. She has series on chakras. She's got a mum's series, pregnancy series. Um, every, every kind of yoga she does really wonderful. Her magic classes, her magic series, um, which just morning magic classes of gentle vinyasa are the classics and some of the most popular on the site at all. So anyway, I digress. In this talk, <laughs> she talks about the theme of awakening and yoga philosophy really is one of Lucy's loves. So I think that this is a really beautiful theme for us to be talking about. And in this talk, we, we work out, well, how can we be conscious, really conscious from moment to moment to pay attention to the small things which would normally pass us by? How can the concept of the seven chakras move us from just our minds to our whole body? In this podcast, we explore these themes and many others, and then she offers us a guided meditation. I'd like to invite you to find a quiet space to find a few minutes to practice with us. I really hope you find this useful. Please do share it with your loved ones or anyone who you think would benefit from some of these tools in their toolbox so that they have some positive tools, yoga philosophy to deal with challenging times. I do hope you enjoy. Um, so yeah, awakening to me means um, not living a path where we're numb. It means living a path where we're able to be really conscious moment to moment, as the dog's tail, and we're able to take the joy in the little things as well as the big things. And right now, it seems to be the little things that the universe is asking us to really look at. And for me, that's what awakening is about. It's really being able to open our eyes and really see the beauty of the world. Um, so that's what it is to me. What about you, Lois? Tell me about awakening. 
Well, I mean, it's been uh, the thing that has uh, pretty much led my whole life and my whole yogic path, really. Um, and the thing I think that's interesting about it is they, they say really the only difference between us and like fully awakened, enlightened beings mm -hmm. is that they are sustaining this state of wakefulness moment to moment to moment to moment. And so I think there's that as the first thing. And then me for the second thing is, is actually about awakening to um a new identity which actually involves a shedding of our old identity of i am lucy i am a woman all of these things that we kind of carry around as this big backpack of individualistic self mm -hmm. and then for me the awakening process has been about dismantling that and actually realizing mm -hmm. that my true identity my true essence is actually one um connected to a totality and mm -hmm. so for me that's what's kept me on the path of this because when I feel like that, when when we drop into those states of feeling connected to the totality, mm. life becomes easier. Like, because we are part of the totality, there's no me and other, there's just mm. us collectively. And that's why I think it's so amazing that you guys sort of this theme, given the current world circumstances, because I really think one of the, the boons of this whole situation is that we are, everyone pretty much in the entire world feels unitedly, collectively connected. Which is very rare, you know, we're yeah. usually going off with our own thing. Right now, pretty much everyone's main issue is what's going on in the outer world in terms mm -hmm. of coronavirus. And so actually, I think, you know, using using this external circumstance to bring us back into ourselves to do the work, to return to these practices, mm -hmm. to uncover that truth of our, our true identity, awaken to yeah. that, that's what I, that's why I live for. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. It's that, it's that amazing sense of connection. And almost it's a sense of connection that we're all in our little houses right mm -hmm. at this moment, all around the world. Yeah. But we are all connected to source and we're all on a journey that there is something more. There's more magic, even more magic than we see in the sort of mundane day to day life. There's more than that. And that's kind of, um, for me, another beautiful aspect of awakening. Isn't that lovely that this time is, I mean, goodness, it's so hard. It's so challenging. It's so tough for so many people who have the bedrock of their lives, their incomes taken away. Mm. But this is also a moment where we can dig into as you said, a sense of community and something a little bit deeper, maybe. Yeah, I mean, that's what happens when, like, I feel like, you know, to go yogic, we're basically in a full-blown root chakra crisis. <laughs> and it's interesting because when what we think is our foundation gets pulled away, mm -hmm. then we actually have to reassess, okay, well, if those things I thought my foundation no longer exist, where do mm -hmm. I find foundation and I mean I don't know about other people but my god more than ever I don't know how people survive without yoga genuinely my my I mean I've, I've got I'm looking after my toddler but I still it's like more than ever the the time to get still and meditate and yoga has become more valid and more non-negotiable than ever because I think that's an inner resource that we can keep coming back to irrespective of what our external circumstances seem mm -hmm. like looking like and I just feel constantly just so grateful that I, I've been given the chance to practice these tools this lifetime. Well we're I I am so grateful to be able to practice with you Lucy because mm -hmm. um you know I just always drop into that place of 
stillness of a little taste of bliss when I'm on the mat with you. And Raki feels the same. This morning's practice is one of her favorites. Yeah, yeah, your wisdom is for sure. Um, it, 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 spread, it, 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 it touches us. It means a lot. It means a lot that you can share all of the practices that you spend your life learning. And that for me is really important because, you know, I'm just a normal everyday person. I run a business and play with my dogs and drink <laughs> a glass of wine. But to know that I've got these yogis at hand who you have honestly dedicated your life, you for fun read the yogic texts at night, which I'd love to say I did, but I really did. <laughs> <laughs> so it's lovely to have your wisdom on hand to be able to share with me and the rest of the community so thank you well thank you for creating such an amazing portal for community i think that's that's one of the things that um is really nourishing people right now is that we can despite like you say being in our own little um four by four houses mm -hmm. we still can feel like we're connected you know and that's that's amazing it really is it really is from all of our houses we have the the vibes are the vibes are high that we're gonna all of us wake up. So this is great. Now, do you do you fancy doing a meditation, everybody? Do you fancy doing one, Lucy? What do you think? Yeah, I'd love to. I'm I'm I I would love that because I'm feeling very high and very joyful with all the sunshine, and I feel a little bit of settling for me would be really great and i wonder if anyone else is feeling like that too well also we're riding on the back of a ginormous uh, full moon ah. and it's like the brightest closest one of the whole year and i really feel mm. uh, that that also um affects our, our our energetics i certainly notice in the run-up to the mm. full moon sleep is just not as good no. you know and I, so i often um find you know in and around the full moon times these grounding kind of meditative practices um super helpful oh that's a useful one to think about so that might be another reason why i'm feeling yeah <laughs> yeah because everything's in this illuminated state but not necessarily in a kind of integrated way it can be exactly um, full full on full full on so yeah shall we should we settle? Should we ground? Should we get seated comfortably? Yeah. I'm looking forward to being led. Yeah. So I think, you know, the thing to say is that our seat is our foundation when it comes to um, meditating. So um, I invite you to take a seat that feels sustainable and comfy. That might be sat on the floor with some props underneath your bum, making sure your hips are higher than your knees. Or it might be in a chair with your um, spine really upright, but it's that key of hips above knees and then head stacked over heart, stacked over pelvis. So it feels like we can sustain it. And then for me, because right now we're in a time of a lot of information and a lot of head, um, kind of as a prerequisite to my meditation practice at home, I'm usually doing some kind of pranayama, some breath work. So I thought we could um, move through um, a breath work known as the brahmari the humming bee breath and actually move through the seven chakras so that we get this integrated like holistic sense of ourself rather than just the loud noise of the mind mm -hmm. and move into some some meditation does that sound all right it sounds perfect to me Okay, let me just... um, and everyone, it's just so you know, if anything comes up for you during this, if you have any questions about this or anything else, just type in the comments and we'll have a chat afterwards. Yeah, for sure. 
So what we're going to do is we're going to, first of all, place our hands through the seven chakras, which are these kind of energy intelligences, basically forms of energy, forms of our intelligence. And as we touch each of the seven chakras, we're going to send this humming bee breath. So it's super simple. You just inhale. And on the exhale, you just go, hmm. And the kind of vibrational healing sound of the heart start to kind of awaken and clear any stagnation so let's start from the, the crown and then we'll work down so we get rooted so the first one is the crown chakra so place both your hands right up on the top of the head and there's like just a slight sense of weightiness the hands down into the top of the skull and then allow your spine to reach up into that and so you create this really nice lengthening and then you can close your eyes Bring your awareness into the top of the head where your hands are touching and then big full lunged breath in. And then humming to where you And now we'll move to our third eye chakra. So cupping one hand on the front of the forehead, one at the back of the forehead. Again, feeling that sense of the space between the hands. Breathe into that space. And then vibrant hum into the hands. gently release the hands now and cup them just very softly around the throat and this you get this really nice kind of resonant sound in the vocal cords so big deep breath into the space of the throat and then humming into the throat <laughs> And then go ahead and place either both hands over your heart, or you can have one hand on the front of the heart, one hand on the back of the heart, whatever feels better. And then again, close the eyes, bring your awareness into your heart space, breathe into it, and then awaken it with the hum. Mm which is right around where your diaphragm is just at the base of the ribs in the front and then big full breath into this power center and then awakening it with the hum now you can slide your hands about two inches below your belly button to the penultimate chakra and again, take a, take a moment to breathe in and sense that area with your awareness. And then send the hum there. And then all the way down now into this root chakra that needs all of the charging up, we can offer it right now. So place your hands right down in the lower pelvis. So you can have one hand kind of cupping the front, one hand cupping the back. And I actually learned this from Anna Forrest, one of my teachers, and she said, if you were shy about cupping your groin, you should cup your groin with more. <laughs> you know, if in doubt, just cup your groin with abandon in these strange times. <laughs> and then bring your awareness right down into your root, into the base of the pelvic floor, big deep breath in. And then nice, low, rich, resonant hum. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And then very gently now release your hands onto your legs, palms up. And then softly bring the thumb and the index finger to touch one another softly. If you're really feeling like you need a supercharged amount of um, grounding, then you might even turn the palms to face down. And then just softly root down through the sitting bones, the bones of the buttocks. And as you root down through the sit bones, you might find this soft kind of rebound up through the spinal column, out through the crown of the head. And then allow gravity to relax the muscles of your face. Soften around the jaw, around the base of the tongue. Allow the skin at the top of the shoulders to release. The belly muscles to relax. And then keeping your breath natural without trying to change your breath, simply bring your awareness, the focus of your mind onto the flow of the breath as it comes in and it comes out. And it can be nice to focus the awareness just at the edge of the nostrils. So you're feeling the in-breath as it comes in. Allowing the out-breath as it goes out. So not trying to force or control the breath, simply receiving your natural breath as a gift. And so really preceding meditation is concentration, this single point of focus with the mind. So let the breath coming in and out be your single point of focus. And the breath really is this big wisdom body that teaches us about the natural innate ebb and flow of life in constant flux and change. But the yogic teachings around awakening begin to guide us to sense what's behind all of the movement that there is this vast totality that is unchanging, that holds the space for all of this movement. And that our true essence, our true identity is more aligned with that vast unchanging totality than the constant flux and change. And so as we continue to focus on our breath, coming in naturally, going out naturally, we're going to begin to work with a mantra, which is a, a sacred set of ancient yogic sounds that, that carry this very healing vibration. And each mantra has its own kind of secret meaning embedded within the sounds. And Really, we don't even need to understand necessarily the direct translation of these words. But for some of uh, us who are more kind of mentally orientated, it, it helps. So we're going to work with a mantra, which is so as we breathe in and then hum as we breathe out. And you'll say it silently internally with, with a, a voice quality that is soft and sweet. And so hum is said to mean I am. And then there's this, this vast space afterwards. 
So this is the mantra that really guides us into this place of beginning to drop into the truth of our true essence. So as you breathe in, you say the words so internally, silently. As you breathe out, hum. Breathing in, so. Breathing out, hum. I am. And then there's space, there's silence afterwards that drops us into the vast, unexpressible truth of our true essence, our true nature. But when we get quiet, when we turn inwards, we begin to awaken to that truth. So keep following your breath in and out. Be very sweet and kind and gentle with yourself. If you notice the mind wander without any struggle, without any drama, just simply guide your mind back to your breath and back to the mantra. So as you breathe in, hum as you breathe out. Imagine the entire inner space of your body being filled with this silent sound of the mantra, so hum. Keeping the mantra, keeping the breath natural. Just see if you can find the moments of suspension at the top and the bottom of the breath. It's said to be these moments of suspensions are like little doorways, little moments of awakening to peak that vastness, that unchanging vast totality behind the change, behind the flux. So breathing in so, breathing out hum. Over and over, keep coming back to the breath, keep coming back to the mantra. So, hum. Minds drifted, just gently anchor it back to the breath. 
repetition of the sacred words, so hum. Stay as focused as you can on the breath, on the mantra, for the last few minutes of following the mantra. Now simply let the sound, the inner sound of the mantra softly fall away. Even let the awareness of the ebb and flow of the breath begin to soften in your awareness. And simply seed your awareness into the very center of your chest. What is known in the yogic realm as the, the energetic heart center, just simply Place your awareness there in soft inner listening of the, the inner whisperings of your heart. And then begin to sense that awareness like a, a ball of light beginning to spread out from the center of your heart and your chest out in all directions. beginning to spread upwards towards the head, sideways into the arms and chest, downwards in towards the belly. And keep visualizing this energy of the heart spreading out in all directions until it starts to reach the edges of the body, to the crown of the head, into the fingertips, down into the legs, down into the feet. So the inner body is vibrant and bright with this heart energy. And to begin to allow that energy of the heart space to now go beyond the boundaries of your physical body and skin. Start to visualize and sense and feel that heart energy now spreading out all around you, out in front of you, behind you, to the sides of you diagonally. So that it starts to fill the entire space of the room that you're sat upon, sat within generated from this vital magnetic center of the heart. And then keep allowing this heart energy to reach outwards now so it starts to reach into the whole of your house and then beyond the boundaries of your house, 
into the earth beneath your house, up into the sky, out into the space next door to your house, maybe into your neighbor's house. And then keep allowing it to spread further and further, connecting with all of the life it meets, the trees, the earth, the sky, other people, plant life, animal life. Using your heart to reach out and find that source of connection. Until you really start to feel that from the center of you, you're reaching out into this vastness, into this totality. Centered and yet very connected to the greater whole. And then allow that sense of vastness all around you to just softly stay. But simply call your awareness back into the center of your heart. And very slowly, very delicately begin to bring the hands together into prayer and jelly mudra in front of the heart space. Listen with your entire being to how you feel now. Notice any shifts that have been created through your commitment to be here to practice. And then smile, smile sweetly internally. The, the universe and spirit speaks to us in all different ways. And really the, the yogic teachings are that everything, every single thing that happens to us, whether seemingly pleasant or unpleasant, seemingly calming or shocking all of it is this call to awaken it's like a tap on the head it's like spirit knocking us on the head and saying hey wake up become present and so i really invite you to view the current situation that we are in as this invitation to become very present to become very aware moment to moment and to be ultimately in great gratitude for every single knock of the head that we get that calls us to awaken to this remembrance of who and what we truly are. Thank you so much, everyone, for, for being with me here across the ethers. I, I, really, I really feel you each very strongly, and I hope that um, your practices continue to nourish you and allow each of us to, to be at the center, the eye of the storm, as beings who are emanating as best we can, peace and steadiness, whilst allowing ourselves to feel all of the, the feelings that arise whilst being a human in embodied form. Namaste. Mm. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Oh, thank you so much, Lucien. Sorry, everybody, about the doggos who got excited. I, um, I really, I, I really enjoyed that sending the heart out to everybody. That really was such a beautiful practice because I feel, especially right now, there are so many people who are really in need of our full heart, our full compassion, our full care. Mm -hmm. It's lovely to actually do that very deliberately in a practice. You know, we all know people who are really horribly impacted by this virus. 
and um, just to be able, because sometimes we feel so powerless as well. Yeah, it's lovely to be able to feel that we can do something. We can send them our love as well as doing the more um, practical things that we can do to help vulnerable people. But um, yeah, Lara Joffs, so simple and effective. Thank you. Hello, Andriana. Hello, Georgie. Oh, beautiful. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So um, I really hope that um, you guys feel as connected, as grounded, as full of love and awake as that really, it really did it for me. That was really, really, it was deeply touching. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I agree with you, Rosie. It was really beautiful. And it's lovely to have these practices to have, as you say, you know, what do people who don't do yoga do? To have mm -hmm. these tools in a toolkit. Yeah, it's I do fully mental without my yoga. <laughs> I'm fully mental with my yoga. So <laughs> I would be like without it. <laughs> so, yeah, I really am so grateful to you for teaching us that and teaching us the um the power it's so potent to be able to feel that connection as you say you know i could feel that from everybody i could really mm. feel that very um very yeah real feeling um and i i can see from your comments oh naomi miss you lucy oh, oh miss you oh. <laughs> yeah so it's nice to feel connected and that's kind of um Again, you know, we know that there is a lot of real, real suffering happening right now. But to know that there is also the possibility of connection through that. Yeah. And, you know, the thing that I really have seen and sensed, you know, is that, you know, because it's interesting being in Spain, but a lot of my family are in the UK because it's kind of like we're sort of two weeks ahead, but mm -hmm. it's further ahead. And what I really notice is that there is waves of, of how humanity seems to respond. And initially it's more around fear and anxiety and panic. But then what starts to come through is the immense beauty of the human spirit. And I, I'm just constantly humbled by the stories I hear about how people are reaching out to each other and helping each other. And, you know, it's super, it's super moving. And I think, you know, it's, it's, it's about where we choose to put our awareness. And if we choose to put our awareness um, only on the head-based panic and fear, then that's what's going to overwhelm our whole system. Whereas if actually we go to the heart and to, to actually some of the beauty that's arising out of this, because there's everything that exists in the world of the, the material realm is going to have that flux and change, that seemingly light and dark. And so there will always be a balancing factor, but it's about being conscious about seeking it out if we're only in one area it's also not about just going la 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 it's not happening yeah. it's about honoring honoring the two i think yeah i think that's right and i think that um you know that obviously it's very very tempting to want to keep your finger on the pulse and want to be like right i'm watching the news all mm -hmm. the time and yeah we have to keep up to date but i think to minimize almost the amount that that because you know, following a death toll, you're not helping anybody by doing that. Yeah, and it's interesting, you know, because when you come back to the yogic teachings, discernment is one of the key teachings of like being mm. discerning about like about everything. But mm. I really think now more than ever, it's like discerning of like, okay, what am I giving my attention to every yeah. day? 
how much time am I giving to it? And actually, is that thing that I'm giving attention to helping me or not? Yeah. You know, and I yeah. think that's that's um, a, a learning curve <laughs> yeah. because we're in completely, um, you know, unprecedented, unnavigated terrain. So we're we're learning on the job with all this, and that's why I think we need yeah. to be incredibly kind and compassionate to ourselves on the journey because we're probably gonna um, go too far one way and then too far the mm -hmm. other eventually hopefully we'll find the middle of ground somewhere absolutely yeah I, I like that and I know this um, this is really touching a lot of people Sandy thank you so much I love being on the treat how lucky are we I feel very 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 lucky to have such amazing teachers guiding guiding me through this as well so I agree with you Sandy mm -hmm. and yeah Fenella thank you and I'm glad you found it and Carol as well thank you and Jane yeah it's a pleasure to fix this up it really is it feels like it's um you know this is my this is my life work is connecting the people who do the real work, the real inner work with all of us sort of very busy day-to-day -day people who don't necessarily have the time to be sort of knee-deep in all the yogic texts. We just want kind of <laughs> that tonic brought to us in a really easy, easy to digest format that we can get on and understand little mm -hmm. snippets so that we can like say that snippet about discernment that's within the yogic text is discernment and then we can think about how that relates to our life that's really very magical okay so lucy thank you so much for your time and thank you very very thank much you. my fellow retreat community yeah thank you thank you thank you so very much for tuning in and listening i really hope you enjoyed the meditation do stay tuned on the Movement for Modern Life podcast for more practices from our online retreats and they're going to be released over the next few weeks. Um, please do subscribe so that you won't miss a session and it would be great if you would be able to review us too. We um, really, really do appreciate and need the positive reviews so that others can find us. And of course, please share this with your friends. You can go to Movement for Modern Life forward slash podcast, and there you will find the beautiful array of our yoga off the mat and champions of change series. Um, and also, of course, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, and all the other usual places you will find a podcast. Please do go to movementformodernlife.com, sign up for your free 14-day trial. There has never been a better time to get your online yoga practices. So thank you very, very much and take care of yourselves and your loved ones.